Hariom, and welcome to Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission New Zealand. Hariom, everyone, and welcome back to Thinking is Free. I am Akash, and we have Ishanji. Hariom. So, just moving on from our last episode where we talked about our identity, having the ability to change it. Yes. Challenging our Challenging our belief system. Yes. What we got talking to just after that um, was, you know, we hold on to so many beliefs and what I've seen from my own experience is that there's so many people just holding on to this identity of or insecurity of failing Yep, the potential to fail, lack of com- general confidence, where there's an inability to just write up an email and send it, or get onto the phone and call someone in a professional setting, or the inability to want to lead a group. It's just the 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 confidence is there that this the sen- there's a sense of doubt where I'm not good enough yeah right to like where you know I've seen people just break down and cry mm. you know we're we're talking about how divine of a divine of a being we are there's yeah. this essence within us so. When you've got that and you've got this. Yeah, seems to be pulled apart of where we are and who we, re- as a person, who we truly are. Exactly. How do we, where do we generate this confidence? Where do we find this source? You know, how do we, how do we get over such doubt? Yep. Such uh, in in intense, super intense, like yeah. belief systems where no, I'm not good enough. I could never do this. Yeah. This program so deep within. Yeah, I don't think it's programmed deep within. Mm-hmm. I think it's just that the mind fixates on it to a certain degree. Anyone, and by this I mean literally anyone, if they evaluate their lives, if they step back and look at their journey from being, since being born to where they are today, Mm -hmm. we have all achieved something or the other of significance. There may be small things. They may be helping a person. It may be making another person feel good. Yeah. It may be getting through school, getting a university degree, landing a job. They're all significant achievements. But somewhere along the line, whether we picked it up subconsciously or someone pointed it out to us that we are not good enough. Mm. Um, And it's a fear that all of us have. We do want to improve. We want to do the best. Somewhere the mind picked up this idea or picks up this idea that 
yes, I'm not good enough and it fixates on it. And it is unable to let go of it. And perhaps what we can do is step back and evaluate our lives and actually count our successes. Yeah. Right? None of us are failures here. If we've been put on earth, God has a plan for us. Mm-hmm. And God's creation is not imperfect. We were born to achieve something and we are well on our way to achieving it. But we need to address these um, sense of limitations that we've held on to so strongly to allow our inner potential to unfold. And it's not just with work where one has this lack of confidence or with relationships. It can be in any field. Yeah. And it can be in anything, about anything. Often when, you know, um, young people go through heartbreaks, Mm. um, they develop in a mistrust Mm. in people, Mm. right? Because you've put your trust in someone and it's been shattered. Mm. And we have this fear that if I trust again, I'll find myself hurt again. And, And therefore... I never commit to it fully. I don't, Mm. I'm not trusting enough. Yeah. And then it does not matter where I go. The sense of mistrust continues to linger and it ruins all relationships. Mm. But is it true? Is it a fact that that scenario unfolded because you were too trusting? Probably not. That person was probably fighting their own inner demons. They had their own issues to sort out. And the fact that something wrong went on in that relationship, whether they cheated or did something inappropriate, it talks more about their own insecurity rather than our ability to trust fully. And therefore, it it is a misinterpretation of that scenario where we feel that I trusted and this person did that and therefore it will always happen. No, it was an unfortunate event. We don't deny that. But it doesn't it shouldn't close us off from trusting anyone down the track. And so similarly with confidence as well, you know, we, we may have small failures. Mm. Doesn't make me a failure. Who hasn't failed? Yeah. And when we count our successes, right, learning to walk. <laughs> Yeah, learning to ride a bike. Mm. We fell so many times before we actually learned to ride a bike. We overlook that too much. Yeah. And I think it's it's just stepping back and seeing that we are already capable of it. It's not that we are trying to do, achieve something that's not in us. You know, trying to go against the grain of a personality is really hard. Mm. Um, and it will continue to remain hard, but that those things that we are naturally drawn to is within our personality. We were born to express that. Yeah. But when we aren't able to do that either, it's because of some limiting belief 
and we just need to learn how to let go of it by seeing that it's actually not a fact. It's something that I've... What is that root? Yeah, I've, I've hung on to. Yeah. Knowingly or unknowingly. Um, and it's actually causing me more pain and harm than benefit. Because there's so much association to that, the root and that identity that I am this. Yeah. Because of this happen X, Y, Z. Yeah. And we do tend to, uh, I think we do label ourselves quite easily mm. these days, especially. Yeah. We should try and refrain from using strong language. Like mm-hmm. always, never. Yeah. Right? Um, it actually, when we start using those words in our vocabulary, we start thinking in that manner. I always do this. No, I sometimes do it. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. When I say I always have a cup, I'll actually start demanding that coffee every single morning because I've said to myself, I always have a coffee. Mm-hmm. There are situations when I'm sleepy, I have a coffee at times. Yeah. Is it then wrong to... Because I know we're looking at these these limiting beliefs, right? Yeah. Is it wrong to also have these associations for positive beliefs? I'm always happy. I don't think always is always happy is the right thing. But do you know what I mean? (sighs) It can be an like idea I, that I'm I always, always happy. Need to, I always need to go for a walk. Right. Let's say that, right? Because it's exercise, it's positive, you're getting outside. Yes. Da, 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 da. Yes. But that too will impede mm. at certain times, mm. you know, when there's a lot of work. Yeah. Or there's situations at home where it demands you to be at home. Mm. That idea that I always go for walks will bring in a source of agitation because I haven't done my walk today. It's stubbornness. I'm always yeah. happy. No, certain situations will force me to have emotions of vulnerability, being vulnerable, mm. to be sad. It, the situation naturally invokes it out of me. Mm. And if I do not give it its due importance, I'm suppressing my emotions. Yeah. So even that notion that I am always happy can be detrimental to us. Yeah. So we should try and not use these strong languages because every thought or every word that we utter is actually a thought being created in our minds. Thoughts become things. Yeah. And those thoughts become reality. Yeah. Um, so we have to be careful about the language that we use and and therefore the importance on using the right language, not to use foul language. Mm. Um, every thought has its own impact. It's so, it's so true. Even growing up, you know, my mum always said, there's no such thing as can't. Yeah. You know, so we've always grown up thinking, oh, you, you can you just figure out the way to yeah. do things. And I think that's just been so yeah. instrumental, you know, in the way we've been raised. Where yeah. It's okay not to know. Yeah. I don't know is a perfectly fine statement. Yeah. Which means I can know, mm. I can learn, mm. and I can achieve it. 
it's not yeah knowing that there's no hard stop yeah i don't know means yeah i'm not doing anything about it yeah so but to say i can't <coughs> period that's the end of there is no growth possible thereafter mm. all possibilities stop yeah but we're not saying don't admit that you don't know how to do things yeah that's fine yeah. i don't know but i'm willing to learn i can't is it it's stopping me from my own growth and so a lot of it is about the rhetoric that we've fed to ourselves that we think continuously in our minds mm. and we have to be quite alert to what really goes on the the language that we use the thoughts that we have for ourselves that inner chatter that goes on mm we do have to be quite mindful of it yep um to ensure that it doesn't impact us adversely how did cuz you weren't always you wouldn't naturally speak in front of audiences right <laughs> never <laughs> so how no. did you do you want to talk us through how how you gain the confidence and the the courage to do so what was the yeah talk us through that mind shift because that's also a change you had to change a belief system yes yes um i did not end up doing it consciously mm-hmm. for me a big change came about when i was convinced of vedanta when i was confident about the benefits that vedanta had to offer based on my own experiences of it and once i recognized it for myself and i was convinced of it it's it's not a belief anymore i have gone through the process i'm convinced of it myself mm and thereafter it was so simple to naturally share it with other people mm-hmm. um but yeah not in my wildest dream did i ever think that i would be yeah. talking to so many people on a daily basis talking wasn't my stra- st- strong point mhm because how would you feel if you had to back then pretty nervous yeah um what would people think of me mhm but now it's not so much about me it's about the knowledge and yeah, the knowledge is right. full proof mhm um and what i am sharing is not what i think yeah it's what vedanta or what spirituality has to say mm um so it's not about me yeah, yeah right yeah if it was about me i'd still be nervous today yeah um so i think it's a this is this conviction in this knowledge that has allowed me or this facet of my personality to express itself um so confidently and i think what i what i'm trying to do is kind of trying to connect the dots from what we were talking about earlier as well you know just between you and i where we talked about the self inclusive yeah nature you know when you when you look at it from that perspective and you're actually looking at uh, through my actions who am i serving yeah and like you've said you just removed yourself you didn't even come into the inqu- equation mm to a certain degree yeah actually to a great degree you know that that's just one way of being able to 
find that source of inspiration, that courage, that confidence where I'm, I need to do this to serve these people. Yeah. It's, then again, it's not about you. You're not making it about you. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling nervous. Yeah. I can't do this. But it's like, I need to do this to help these people. Yeah. Well, it has to be done. Full yeah. stop. It's That's not right. That even you know? I need to do yeah. it. It needs to be done. Man, man, just a huge, just change, just changing language just has so much, you know, and, and context, understanding where it comes from. Yeah. And I, I guess this is also true when we work with that self-inclusive ideal in mind where we want to help other people. Mm. When the focus is on the other person, everything gets done. Mm. We find the resources, we find the abilities, we find the courage, we find the strength. Everything comes because it's not about me. It's about everyone. It's about the other person. Um, and this is often, you know, it, in psychology, when a child is endangered, a mother or a father can go to extreme lengths mm. to protect them. They can stop oncoming cars and lift their child from an extremely heavy weight, which under other circumstances would just not be possible. Where did they get this inspiration or this strength or this courage from? It is when there's a higher ideal in mind. I have forgotten about myself and it is that higher goal or that other person or that self-inclusive goal that is there in my mind that has taken over and that drives everything. Mm. And it's wonderful when that happens. Um, so, yeah, maybe a way to bring in this confidence is to pay less attention to ourselves and to pay greater attention to the world around us and the people around us and asking the question, what can I do for them mm -hmm. rather than what will happen to me or what about me? Yeah. I think that's such a good, good way of looking at it. So much focus on me, 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 my appearance. Oh, this is what all these people are going to, if the message is think big hmm? think big yeah. yeah yeah think about like you're saying you know you've you've got the message you're not worried about obviously you are going to want to make sure you do a good job and you know but for you the the message has a greater importance yeah and that is what's most important yeah mm yeah, I just, for me personally, I I like and I want to see people being the best versions of themselves, you know, and when when I see people who have these limiting beliefs, it's it's hard to watch. Yeah, you know, because you're like, come on, there's this divinity within you. Imagine, you know, I can see who you could, who you are. Yeah. Not even who you could be. I already know who you are. We can see what's within you, you know. You've got it. But 
these labels, these ideas, this identity, this person that you think you are, it's hiding there. You, th- you know, from the outside, you've made it to appear that you are this. Yeah. But beneath you, inside, what is, what is it there that's within you? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Imagine if, boom, that exploded out here. How much good that could do to this community. Yeah. The potential, well, what Vedanta wants to tell us is the potential in each one of us is infinite. Yeah. And therefore, we just need to tap into the right ideal to bring it out. But in just limiting our vision to ourselves, Mm. we constrain our own potential. Have you seen like the likes of um, Guruji, Swamiji, Gurudev when they speak? Yep. You know, Gurudev roaring like a lion. Yeah. When you when you're sitting around when you're around them when you hear them speak they they've got this like glow this essence around them. Do you see that as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know there's a sense that where they're not speaking. No. Something else is speaking through them. And that is that potential that is hidden in each one of us. We just need to learn how to tap into it. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. So I think that's that's it from me for today. You know, just imagine just imagine the person you could be and then just be it. You already are it. Please. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Adio. Adio. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission New Zealand. For more information on events, courses, server projects, and study groups, please visit chinmaya.org. Dot NZ. Hurry on.